the IZ Robot Stuck at Home Show. Hey kids, it is me, Icy Robots, and we are still stuck at home, but we are still having a good time. We're still thinking positive, we're still hanging and clanging and doing doing everything we can to keep mentally fit, physically fit, emotionally fit, all of those good things. Don't let the outside world get to you too much. I'm all you need. I'm all you need right now. Don't um listen to the news, don't watch the TV. Just listen to your dude. I'm here for you. Let's, uh, let's see. What did I do yesterday whilst I was, uh, stuck here on the ranch? I, I immediately after the, uh, old wife went to work, I, I, I headed out in my, uh, sweatpants, my pajama pants, my sweat slash pajama pants. It was basically just the clothes I wore all day. I just, I ended up sleeping in them and wearing them again the whole next day. But, um, as soon as she left for work and ate, I... I walked over to the uh, middle school to uh, get the Pocus stop. I gotta, I gotta go around the corner through the middle school and then go over to where Oak Park used to be to get the Pocus stop. I try to do this like a few times a day, dude. I gotta, I gotta get out and I, I, I try to do it as, as early as possible. But while I was on the way there, I was, uh, I was walking by a neighborhood pal of mine's house and I heard him, I heard him go, "Hey, hey, hey." Hey, and like, I'm looking around because I couldn't see anybody. I didn't know, like, if they were talking to me or if they were just like yelling to somebody in the house or whatever. So I, I kind of stopped for a second and I looked and then I, um, I saw my, my neighborhood friend, Fred, Fred Marvel through the, through the fence in his, uh, in his backyard. And I was like, oh, hey, Fred, how's it going, man? And he's just like, man, I, I've been stuck in the house for two weeks now. I, I haven't seen anybody. He... He works, uh, construction. I believe he does cabinets, but I'm not exactly sure. And he's like, we, we shut down a while ago and I've just like, I've been in the house, man. The wife does the shopping, the kids off doing whatever. And it's like, I haven't seen anybody else in days. How are you doing, man? And I'm just like, oh, you know, dude, I'm just hanging and banging, man. Just doing whatever. Just trying to stay sane, trying to stay fit, doing, doing what I can. And he's like, oh, that's cool, man. That's cool. You know? And, and we ended up talking for a few minutes through, um, through his fence, making sure to maintain the proper six foot distance, of course, naturally. But, uh, we, we talked to, we, we talked to each other for a while. And then, then when I, when I finally had to dip, I'm just like, Hey man, I gotta, I gotta go get the Pokestop, you know, um, gotta keep moving. He's like, okay, man, uh, stay safe. And I, I started thinking about that. We, we had a few fires here. I, I seem to talk about this all the time, but it's like a big, it's a big part of, of the history of Rincon Valley, where where I live here in Santa Rosa, and I, after after the fires when they were still going on, like while we were in the state of emergency, anytime you saw somebody that you knew, you talked to him, you would go like, "Stay safe, stay safe." That became like the uh, the sign off around here, and I'm not saying that this is like some sort of like thing that we own or anything, but everybody was staying saying "stay safe," and then Fred gave me the "stay safe," and I'm like, "Oh no." We're in that mode again. This is disaster mode. And I'm like, bro, you knew it was disaster mode all along. Don't even, don't even get it twisted. But I, I started thinking about the, uh, the stay safe saying. When I, when I, when I was saying it, I kind of meant it along the lines of like, I, I hope that you stay safe. I hope that nothing befalls you. I hope that, I hope your house doesn't burn down. I hope you don't get hurt. I hope that when this is all over, you're still, you're still good. But then I, I, I started thinking about it. I, I think that in this situation, when we stay, say, stay safe, what we mean is 
you need to have safe practices. You need to wash your hands. You need to protect your face from, like, flying boogers that might wind up in your mouth. You need to, you need to do what you can. You don't want to be scared. You want to be safe. And I think that, I think that when my homie Fred was saying, stay safe, I think what he was saying was like, dude, keep on keeping on, but make sure you do what you gotta do. So that's what, um, that's what I'm wishing for all you folks out there. I want you all to stay safe. I don't want you to be scared. I want you to be safe. I want you to protect yourself. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Wear a bandana on your face if it if it feels like the right thing to do. I think I might start doing that. I have I have a uh, a buff like like one wears when you're on Survivor. I bought it for like when I'm working out or whatever. It's nice because you can like put it around your neck or you can wear it like a headband or whatever. I'm a sweaty dude and I I, I need ways to like sop up the sweat. So I. I got one of these, and I think I might start wearing it. Not, like, when I'm out walking the dog, or not, like, when I'm going to the Pokestop. But more like, if I go to the Dollar Tree, or I head to the grocery store, I might put it on. But, for me, I think the reason I'm going to do it is kind of to remind me not to touch my face. I am a face toucher. I can't help it. I'm always scratching my nose. I have a beard. I'm always scratching the beard, playing with my beard. I cannot help myself. And I think that if I, I think that if I put this on, it will remind me. Let's, uh, let's open a package that I got. I got it right here. I was waiting. Hold on. Sorry. This is, I didn't mean for it to be as loud as that. I bumped into the microphone. Let's, let's open them up. I bought myself a pair of G.I. Joe's. I got them for a a pretty good price. I was, I was happy with like the uh, $12 for them both. The two that I am speaking of are Tomax and Zaymont, the uh, evil Cobra twins. When I when I was like a younger Sprat, these two were like two of my favorites. I don't know why. I just thought they were really, really, really funny and cool. I had this uh, friend named uh, Devil T who I've, I've mentioned a few times and him and I used to go around and like, we, 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 we I don't know, we were like wannabe jokesters and we would, we would pretend that we had that Tomax and Zaymot ability where if you hit one, the other one also feels the pain. And we would, like, goof around and, like, punch each other or, like, punch ourselves. Like, I would, like, pretend to punch myself in the face and he would go flying. Stuff like that. I don't know. We thought Tomax and Zaymot were, like, the funniest dudes around. Just, like, totally cool characters. I, I'm happy to have them both back in my collection. And what's, what's cool about it was um in... In my bin of stuff, in my bin of, like, G.I. Joe stuff that I that I have, their guns were in there. I got their guns, like, eons ago, so all I needed to do was complete the, uh, the figures to have, like, a neat little set. One of them, I don't know if it's Zaymot, I don't know if it's Tomax. One of the two is, like, really flippy-floppy. Like, his head is flippy-floppy, you can hear him do a little flip, and his arms are, are flippy-floppy. I, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to disassemble him. And put like a spot, like a very small spot of super glue into the arm joints and kind of wiggle it around in hopes that like the added space of the uh, glue will be enough to like add some um, tension to his limbs. Because when I, when I stand him up, his head goes down like he's depressed. He looks very depressed, like he, he's all droopy. But still, still it's cool. I, I like them both. I, they'll, they'll display, they'll display nicely because like physically... They're in good um, condition. It's just the uh, flip floppiness of the uh, of the arms. So I have both of them, and I have their guns. I don't have the zip line 
that they came with. And honestly, I don't even know if I'm going to go to the trouble of uh, of trying to get it because I don't know. Some of these guys, where they have like these uh these ropes as accessories, they don't they don't display very well. Another one like that is a shipwreck. A shipwreck has like a bird and he has a gun. But he also has what they call boarding cables. I guess he would use them to, like, board another ship. He has those, and I I wouldn't feel the need to have them because it's just, like, I don't think they display very well. But, you know, if I bought one that had one, I would definitely, um, I would definitely be, be happy with that. But as for right now, man, I, I'm, I'm enjoying, uh, Tomax and Zaymont. They're happy to be back with me, and I'm happy to have them. <laughs> Introducing the leaders of the Crimson Guard, the evil twin brothers Tomax and Sabah, and they're getting away in the Cobra Baron. The Joes will stop them. With the G.I. Joe mini gang. Evil twin brothers sold together Cobra Baron, G.I. Joe mini tank, and Joe Figure sold separately from Hasbro. All right, we are back. Everything is still going great. I, I was I was thinking more about um Tomax and Zamot, and I think one of the really neat things about these two as a figure was the uh the packaging that they came in. Do you remember they both came packaged together, and there was like this um like silver reflective material on the outside. They were they were just really neat. I remember, even though I don't really want it now as a kid, I think that the uh. The zipline accessory was something that I was I was way into. I remember like trying to tie it on something, and then having them like zip down it. I would use this for everybody. Tomax and Zaymon aren't really like, they're not like the most action oriented characters that there there ever were. So sometimes Duke would uh, zipline. Sometimes like Snake Eyes would do the zip. It was it was kind of like that. It is in reality kind of a neat accessory. Maybe I um maybe I should maybe I should get it. Let's uh. Let's hop onto the online right now, and we're gonna see we're gonna see how much this uh, this is gonna set us back if we so decide to get it. And I apologize if I sound weird right now because I am talking away from the microphone because I am on the online. I don't know what you would call it. Let's just try accessory. Tomax and Zaymont accessory. Let's see. Uh, Let's see what we got on here. Looks like, looks like a lot of the guys have them with it. Um, da da da. I just want to find it loose. Let's see. What would you call it? Let's let's try zip line. I, I don't know. Let's let's see what those cobras have. We can find out what we're looking for. Oh, you can get it for. Here, somebody has one for eleven ninety nine. That's that's more than I wanna I wanna spend. Honestly, I. I also think it's weird they only have, like, one. Why did these two guys come with this one zipline? They're, like, they're, like, twin bros. Wouldn't you think they'd be, like, some kind of double zipline? I guess it has, like, a double handle. So each one could hold onto one side and they could, like, zip down through the jungles together if, uh, if that, if that was, like, something that you, um, were really into. Something else that, I, that I've recently gotten into is, uh, like... Other G.I. Joe merchandise that's not necessarily, like, action figure related. That was, like, the worst way for me to explain it. I, I, I recently picked up, I haven't received it yet, but I, I picked up a uh, a small G.I. Joe child-size travel soap thing. It's like a little case, 
little green plastic case that you could put a small bar of soap in. I got that, and I have my eye on a uh, pack of G.I. Joe Band-Aids. And I saw they had, like, G.I. Joe bubble baths. Like, they're like small plastic containers. I saw one of um, Flint, the duty officer Flint, which is pretty neat. And then I saw one of Storm Shadow. That was really neat. I swear if I got one of these, I would I would pour my dose of Calgon, like, right into it. And I would be, like, using these in the tub. They are super dope. I I plan on getting up on those. I'm using the um the eBay technique of, like, putting a watch on something and hoping that the uh, watch turns into a uh, offer of some sort. All right, we're back. That was me rocking on the wheels of steel right there. Calgon, take me away. I definitely need the Calgon right about now. It's it's one of the few things keeping your dude sane. You got to find things to look forward to each and every day. And the uh, the few times a week I take a bath. Don't worry. I, I clean myself all the time, but I don't like take a bath like every single day. And uh, the times that I do that I soak in the delightful bubbles, watching them float around and pop while I just like sit back and relax and read like an old uh, wizard magazine or like a toy fair magazine just soaking away all my worries I, I gotta tell you man I need it I need it bad I highly recommend it to each and every one of you I mean what else are you doing what are you doing right now you're not doing anything it's uh it's raining super duper hard right now, which is which is great I I, I mean it's like we all gotta stay inside anyway so it's nice that like the weather is also, like, teaming up to keep us in. You know, if it was, like, nice and sunny and sweet outside, I'd be like, I really want to be out there, but I don't. Even though, I got to admit, I do like going out and, like, walking in the rain and being in the rain. It's nice. It's refreshing. It, uh, it cleanses the soul, as it were. I'm, uh, I'm drinking a smoothie right now. I made a smoothie with peaches and a bunch of stuff. I love frozen peaches. I get them over at the uh, Dollar Tree. I love them, and I... I love my fruit smoothies. It's nice to get like two or three servings of fruit. I throw in some spinach. It's nice. You get it all at once. Helps the uh, helps the body stay fit. Helps the mind stay solid. But um, it uh makes my mouth really uh moist because it's so it's so tangy. Isn't that a delightful word? Moist it sounds like exactly uh what it is. It's moist outside right now. I I went for a walk earlier. I did my, did my morning walk over to the Poke Stop. In the rain. I'm trying to hit it up as uh, often as I can. Because again, what else do I have to do? And it's nice to uh, be able to get outside. And I got I got caught out in the rain. I uh, Hold on one sec. I'm going to roll the chair over here. I brought, um, you can't see it. So I don't even know why I felt like the need to get it. But I brought this, uh, this Batgirl figure that I like. And I was going to try to find somewhere over in the uh, middle school that I, that I walked through. To where I can like, put her on something and make it look like she was on a rooftop to get, like, a toy picture. I haven't taken, like, a lot of pictures of my toys lately. It's fun. I like to take pictures. I like to, uh, I like to practice the photographic craft, but I don't, I don't want, like, models. I don't want to take pictures of people or anything. It's nice to be able to just, like, get a figure and pose it however you want and then snap a picture of it. It's like, it's like a model that you can completely control yourself. But I was, uh, I was trying to get a picture of this Batgirl, and I just, like, completely, absolutely failed, which is frustrating, because I spent, like, 
spent a lot of time over there. Finding like the key spot is one of the important things when you take a toy picture. At least, at least to me, over at the uh, the school, there's a lot of like weird little nooks and crannies that you can like tuck a figure in. With this one, I was uh, I was on the sign in the front of the school that says uh, Rinkin Valley Middle School, and I was trying to um. I was trying to get a picture and just like nothing was coming out in a way that I that I was really into, you know, and I, it's frustrating because the more time you spend taking a picture, it's like the more you have to actually like come through. If I spend like 10, 15, 20 minutes taking a picture and I don't get one I like, it's far more frustrating than spending like that time and leaving with a picture that you do like. If you look at the picture you like, then you feel like, well, I succeeded. It was a lot of work. It was a hard time, but I I got what I wanted. And I, I got to admit, this time I just did not get what I want. Because when I'll take like a picture of a G.I. Joe, which is usually my main, my main uh, photographic uh, goal, I'll, I'll be able to like take the Joe and I could put him in like a tree or like a bush or by a rock. And it looks like, it looks like they're out fighting, you know, like they're out battling Cobra in the jungles, but, like, if you're gonna use, like, a superhero, like a Batgirl, like a Batman or somebody, you want it to appear like they're on a rooftop, so you want, like, a brick or something like that, and while the school is made of brick, I couldn't find, like, I couldn't find the right kind of ledge that I wanted, I couldn't find anything that looked like, like she was up there, like, spying down on criminals or whatever, so, I don't know, man, I, I ended up giving it up, also, it was raining, and your dude was getting, like, mad wet, which is not, which is not fun. This is a, uh, I believe the line is called DC Universe. Is that what it is? It's the DC Universe Batgirl. It's the, uh, Batgirl of Burnside. That was, that was, like, a DC reboot where they, they kind of made her younger again, and she's, like, a hipster kind of superhero. She wore, like, Doc Martens and a, a leather jacket and stuff. I like the design, like, quite a bit. They... They've since then gone back to a more traditional design, but still, this one, this one was a neat one. I think that, I think that Batgirl kind of works best as a young character. Maybe not necessarily like a kid, like Robin, but like, maybe like a late teen or like an early 20, like still in college, kind of hip, kind of cool, still, still out there working toward that library degree as opposed to being like the head librarian at the uh, Gotham uh, Bookworks. I like Batgirl. She's one of my favorites. She might be my absolute favorite. I don't even know. She's one that I have the most figures of that. That's for sure. I don't know why they've never like since the days of Yvonne Craig. It's like they haven't been able to do like a like a successful Batgirl. She seems to be like a character that has a lot of like a lot of appeal, but they just can't like they just can't get the uh get it right and i don't i don't know why that is i i'd like to see a batgirl movie this is something that i've thought about quite a bit to me the ultimate like pen ultimate if you could do it would be to get greta gerwig who directed little women she directed ladybird she's from sacramento she's a great director if you can get her and then you could get like saoirse ronan to play like a younger batgirl and kind of kind of make it like a hip like a cool movie. I, I I think that would be something that would really, really be fun. I also think that Evan Rachel Wood from uh, Westworld, she's like the, uh, she's the one robot that's like the main one. I think his name is Dolores. I watched like the first season of Westworld and then I watched part of the second season of Westworld. But then 
like, I watched an episode, and then I watched another episode, and then, I don't know why, I completely forgot about the show. Like, I forgot about it altogether. And then all of a sudden, I remembered, like, one day, oh, yeah, what about Westworld? And I started thinking, you know, if you forgot about it, it's not something that you're really looking forward to. It's not necessarily something that you that you need in your life. So, I don't know. I, I gave that up. I did watch the first episode of season three, which just aired. I... I was curious where they were going to take the show. The show, it's not bad. It's not bad by any means, but I, I kind of feel like it's unnecessarily complicated. I, I do want a show that makes me think. I want that. But I, I don't need, like, riddle and mystery and all these things, like, just overlapping and overlapping. So where you have, like, very little idea of what's going on. That's just me, though. I mean, it's not a bad show by any stretch. It's well put together, well acted. It looks great. It's just... I, I don't want to spend that kind of brain power watching a TV show, which I don't think that makes me a dumb person. It's just I I don't know. I, I want to just like sit back and kick back and, and watch some uh, TV, eat some chips, have a nice time, enjoy myself. I don't want to I don't want to have to rack my brain trying to figure out what's going on. Power Records presents Power Records presents Power Records presents you coward blackmailer. Oh, Mr. Leeds, you pay or die. Your blood. You're crazy. Insane. The victim, Elwyn Leeds, was a candidate for a federal appointment, so their people are investigating. Tell them to get lost. I'm Lieutenant Kojak, Manhattan South. Who are you? Um, I see robots. Is that your name or rank? I don't think you're humorous, Lieutenant. This is the IC Robot Stuck at Home Show. All right, this is me, and we are back for, like, the last little bit of the uh, Stuck at Home Show. We're getting ready to um, take it home, as it were. I, I headed out for a walk with the uh, with the wife yesterday, and usually usually we go that way. I'm pointing my finger, but um, I'm pointing it north, right? We go that way because, I don't know, that's where the Pokestop is, but... If you go the other way, and I'm pointing my hand that way, which is um east, I think it's east. If if you go that way, there is a uh, there's a Christian um, high school over there, and we usually don't go in that direction just because there there's less um there's less over there, like there's less roads, less ways to go, but there there are some sights to see, so we decided that we would head that way, kind of like as a change of pace, you know, because all we're all we're doing is walking around. So we're just like, why not just like walk a different way and see um, different things? And, uh, you know, so we so we headed over that way. And, and once we got there, I kind of realized that like, I don't have like a lot of experience over at the school. Like I've walked through the school, like through the parking lot for the most part, but I, I've never really like walked around in, in the interior and like, explored what was what was cooking over there so it was kind of kind of a fun opportunity to to see some things that i hadn't seen like in depth before and i i discovered like a whole area in the back where they have various like yard supplies and it's where they store like the work trucks and 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 things like that and like amongst the uh supplies that i found back there was a uh like a giant like a giant tractor tire like the kind that like ufc guys flip when they're on like tough enough or whatever so I'm just like I'm gonna try and flip this tire I've never like flipped a full-on tire so I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can do it and it took it took like two or three good tries before I was able to like figure out how to do it you gotta 
you got to really get like down into a deep squat. Like you got to get down there like deep, like all the way down and get your fingers far under the tire as far as you can reach. And you got to, you got to like really like burst out of your legs, like, ugh, like you're jumping practically. And I, I was able to, to do it today. I am sore. My back is sore. My legs are sore. I did I did multiple flips, like I flipped it a few times this way, and then I flipped it back, and then like like back again, and then then I found like this random rock pile where there was like a bunch of moss and a bunch of stuff, and I um took some pictures of a of a He Man dude I brought with me. Those are already available over on the Instagram. That's at I see robots. There's a ton of fun toy pictures. I'm I'm really getting into toy photography lately. I, I I'm not like a fancy Photoshop guy like some people. I just I like to take a picture like out in a location. It's fun. I talked about this um I talked about this a bit earlier, but it was pretty cool over there. There were like tons of things I'd never seen before, like right here in my neighborhood. So I'm I'm gonna tell you guys like while everything is shut down, while everything is uh closed, this is a good time to like. Go peek around places that you may never get to because I, I can't go over to that school a lot because they're in session for the most part, you know, and then they have like after school activities and it's a private school. So I can't be just like wandering around like I do when I wander around the uh, the middle school. But um, it was pretty fun. I found like a whole bunch of new locales for toy pictures, for stuff like that. So it, it, it worked out really well. You never know what you're going to find when you go out. That's 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 like the basic the basic lesson of this, you never know what you're going to find unless you explore it. I found, like, so many new terrains for toy pictures over there. You're going to see, like, an upswing in the quality of my toy pictures, man. Because I've been using, like, the same locales, like, the same terrains for I don't know how long. And now we finally got some new stuff. It's going to be great. I'm actually going to head over there in a... Uh, in a little bit and take some more pictures. So I'm going to get going. I'll be back in a couple days. Don't worry. You won't have to go very long without me. You won't be sad. You're going to be happy. It's going to be great. Look, this is what I'm gonna, the advice I'm going to give you guys until I come back. I think that for now, it's best to avoid the news. I know that that's hard because there's a lot going on. But in my experience, this is just what I've seen having already made it through, like, a couple disasters. The news tries really, really hard to scare you. Like, they try really hard. They realize if they could put a fear into you that you're going to tune in and you're going to watch and you're going to pay attention. But I'm not saying what they're saying isn't true because it is true to a degree. But in a lot of ways, it's not really super relevant to you because in reality, the things that are the most irrelevant are the things that seem to be happening, like, right around you. Like, if my neighbor is throwing a really loud party and it's annoying to me, that's far more relevant than a much larger riot, let's say, happening somewhere else. Like, sure, the riot's bigger, more people will be hurt, but in a lot of ways it doesn't affect me more than what's happening, like, right next door. And this isn't like a completely true basket statement, blanket statement rather. It doesn't cover everything, but just try to pay attention to what's going on around you. Go outside, see what you can see with your own eyes and let that guide you as to whether you should really be scared or not. Remember the media, they do want to put a scare into you and this is kind of a scary time and you don't need anybody scaring you more than necessary. Just let's take a chill pill. 
on the news until your dude comes back. I should be back Wednesday, just a couple days from now, so don't worry, it's not going to be a long time. But until we meet again, do the time. Don't let the time do you. Times seem hard right now, but you got to believe things are getting better. Birds are migrating again. Rains are back. Stuff's, stuff's getting better. Things are getting better. This has been an IC Robots Radio production.